Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecue. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello champs. This episode of Hoovering is with one of the most physically extraordinary guests I have ever had on, elite CrossFitter Lucy Campbell. If you don't know what CrossFit is, it's the type of PE that I've been doing for the last two years. Um, and um, it's about weightlifting, gymnastics, mobility and fitness, basically. Um, it, it, so it gets you in the everything. Um, but the focus is on functional performance and... Um, I've visited lots of different CrossFit gyms now and the one I go to there are no mirrors. For me I found an incredible community including a new set of real life actual friends from doing it. Anyway once a year um, CrossFit has a competition that anyone can enter called the Open uh, and then that gets whittled down over kind of you know uh, a process of kind of quarterfinals, semi-finals etc. It's complicated but it gets whittled down by August. That happens in February. By August it's whittled down to the most insanely fit and strong few people in the whole world um and those few handfuls go on to compete in madison wisconsin at the crossfit games every year now that's a five-day mega competition where all the events are secret until the last minute lucy today's guest made it to the games this year as a rookie um if a first of many times i think and has just this august been crowned the 16th fittest woman in the whole fucking world uh, she's a baby um, but she's competing with giants she managed to actually win two events she is incredible 
Um, okay, before we get into the podcast, though, I need to thank you for listening. Please tell other people about Hoovering. I love it when you do that. One way of telling other people is just to subscribe to the podcast or give it a five star review. It bumps it up the ratings and helps other people find out about it. If you've got spare money, you can become a patron. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Hoovering pod um, and you'll see the sorts of things I'll swap you in exchange for your hard earned pennies, including guest recipes and exclusive content and recently some really great recipe cooking videos made by me um wench my stand-up show is on tour it started its tour this yesterday uh, tonight if you're listening the day this comes out it's in colchester it's coming all over the place i'm so proud of this show oh god i'm coming everywhere from sheffield to edinburgh to exeter i would love to have you come please go to my website jessicafostercute.com and you will see all of my tour dates or if you just google jessica fostercute wench tour my uh, people running my tour are called little wonder and my dates are all listed on their website too come to wherever is closest to your house tickets to those things as i said are on my website and also please use the podcast notes it takes me ages to make them i put links into everything interesting that lucy and i talk about over the course of this conversation and also links into her social media and again where to get tickets to see her compete or meet our jokes i should warn you before we get into this we do mention actual body weights and weight loss and weight loss perception in some sports so if that's cyber conversation you're avoiding completely be warned but yes oh god it's oh loved this one so much lucy is in nottingham uh, so we hoovered over zoom we had lunch i checked what she was having basically and made myself a maximum delicious non-athletes version of the same lunch she's so amazing lucky 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 us <laughs> so you at work at the moment are you on your lunch break um, yeah, I've just finished my uh, shift and then okay. I usually have like half an hour to an hour and then I'll start training at some point, but I'm not working this evening, so it doesn't really matter how long training takes me. Oh, fair enough. Oh God, I've got yeah. so many questions. It, um, I'm basically going to have to work really hard not to just talk to you about PA and to talk to you about eating at all. Sadly, it's a podcast about eating and not about PA. Um, oh, but I've copied your lunch. Yeah. You're having... Salmon with uh, new potatoes and like green veg, broccoli, baby monge two things. And yeah. then sweet chilli sauce, probably too much of it, but that just makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, it's so much better. Um, yeah, I've, so I've got the same, except um, I reckon I... Uh, well, I baked my salmon and I've re- their leftover roasted potatoes and broccoli. Oh, that sounds nice, though. A bit yum. Yeah. Um, and um, some. I want to show you it. Some really tired peas, tiny... <laughs> my, I'm at my mum's. She, she had a Tupperware of cooked peas. <laughs> And then, she's not great with food waste. Normally she'd bin stuff that's fine, but she'd kept a small bucket of cooked peas um, in a way that I respected. And I thought, well, I'm going to um, pay homage to your efforts there against food waste and eat these little shriveledy peas. So well, like, like, I was going to have peas. I was going to have um, broccoli, peas, new potatoes, salmon, and then pesto. That's the other one that I oh, do sometimes, which fit. is a nice, like... Mix. Although to be honest, um, usually a lot of the time I have meal prep, so I yeah. don't cook for myself a huge amount. Okay, I mean, well, eat while we're talking, because I okay. don't want it to go horrible, and I will too. But um, so, I mean, where to begin? You're the sixteenth 
fittest woman in the whole fucking world. That's incredible. Um, like, what the fuck? <laughs> that must still be sinking in, I, I assume. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. But I will explain in the introduction to this what CrossFit is and what an extraordinary okay. thing you just Probably done. Probably if so. people follow you, they know what CrossFit is. You think, although... I don't know. I'm also primarily a clown. So I think I, I, I also get people who are, are going to say um, furious about how much PE I post and not and not funny content. Um, oh. Quite disappointing, I think, if you see me at a gig and then follow me on Instagram and realise it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's mainly jumping over boxes or, or picking up a, a brick. Um, yeah, we've, yeah. So but you were a swimmer before CrossFit, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So I swam... Um, Literally, I can't remember starting swimming. Like, I've been swimming for that long. Um, But, like, when I was younger, I was a gymnast. Um, Oh, wow. So I did gymnastics until I was 12. And we'd just gone to the... We were very lucky and went to the Beijing Olympics. um, Wow. And, yeah, watched the gymnastics there. And I was watching these girls that were, like, not that much older than me. And I was like, holy shit, I'm never going to get to that level. Like, as much as I would love to, I'm not going to get... It was a bit of a reality check. and. And also then, like, I started to just become a bit uncomfortable with a few things, okay. like, a bit more self-conscious about the fact that I was 12 and I was, you know, practicing around in a leotard. So I then switched to my time mainly being spent in the water, mm-hmm. which, you know, is still pretty half-naked and yeah. <laughs> doesn't really make sense on that sale. Submerged for some of it. Yeah. Well, you um, say that, but you've ended up in CrossFit, which is possibly the, with, I don't know any yeah. Sports people quicker to get naked at the the, the, drop, the first mm. droplet of sweat, and most most people, especially the boys, are down are down to bits of string, aren't they? Well, I think you find it hilarious at ZFN then because um, for a long time we've had a no tops off policy. Great, <laughs> that's amazing at your gym. Mm, yeah, Is yeah. So men keep their tops on. Amazing. <laughs> What's the logic behind that? Just to make it a bit of a. Mm. I think it was partly because it, it can be quite intimidating sometimes. Um, but also, uh, men tend to sweat significantly more than yeah. women do. Um, and so it was like part of a, partly a cleanliness thing. Yeah, fair um, So, yeah. There's nothing like slipping over in a puddle oh. of someone else's hard work. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, my own is fine. But... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Your own anything's fine. Um, <laughs> But you're, so you're functioning at such a, I don't think I've ever spoken to anyone on this. I mean, I've spoken to some incredible athletes, but you're functioning at such an elite level. And I presume, I don't know, I want to talk, I just need to know, I've got so many smaller questions I can ask, but I'm desperate to know mm-hmm. about eating when you're like doing the level of athletics yeah. you're doing, basically. Um, and what it means for you, I mean, do you have, you said you, you could do meal prep, but does that mean mm. essentially just do you, at this level, surely you have not just help, but do you have someone telling you what to eat and when to eat it? And is that no. quite relaxing? Really not? So, yeah, no, not. So I, um, when I first joined CFN, um, it was maybe three years ago now. Um, and I there's a guy here called you who has a company called Principal Nutrition and so I started working with him um and it was just 
um, like it massively helped me in terms of I've, I've you know coming through swimming and being at a high level in swimming I've been aware and educated about food like my whole life right. but I don't think I was that healthy with my mentality towards it um, right. and so I had very much like an all or nothing approach I was either like eating quote unquote clean and mm. not having anything or I had smashed a packet of biscuits and like a tub of peanut butter yeah. and there was like no in between I either mm. like had the whole packet or didn't have them at all yeah, yeah. and so when I started working with youth it was like I he wouldn't tell me necessarily what to eat but it, we started um you know setting more kind of macro goals so it was so it started with protein and then it was protein and calories and then it was carbs, fats and protein and that kind of thing. Right. And then it got to the stage where I had a good enough understanding and my body had kind of settled to a weight, shape, whatever that mm. I was performing well at, I was training well at, I was getting stronger, but also getting a little bit leaner and mm. like I was doing well in gymnastics and all this sort of stuff was kind of coming into the place that it's kind of now that relationship is like, I know that he's there if I need them. I know, yeah. yeah, I know that he's there if I need him, but I don't rely on him as much anymore. And that's where kind of like food prep, anytime I change food prep company, I will have a period of time where I will go back to tracking, make sure that I right. am eating enough. Because uh, it's usually eating enough. Like when I, yeah. when you're training this amount, people really yeah. think, and I think as well in the past with CrossFit, like when you look at, um, some of the crossfitters that are still going but have come from earlier like the earlier crossfit years yeah and um, there was like you know there was a big focus on like paleo meals or keto right, or right, right, all of these right, right, right. things um Enough carbs basically <laughs> yeah yeah um and that basically like i think people would imagine that I would eat really and I'll, I'll use quote unquote when I would use the word clean because I don't yeah, believe yeah, it's yeah. clean or dirty or whatever um, yeah. Uh, like yeah people would perceive that I eat clean all the time and actually that's really not the case like I start almost every day or at least once a day I will have crumpets with peanut uh, crumpets with like spoonfuls of Nutella on like oh, yes. if it's not drooling off the side yeah. I haven't put enough on like it's okay. that kind of um and but also for me like that is just like a constant reminder of like I can have this as whenever I want yeah like I can have this kind of food whenever I want mm -hmm. and so it fits into what I need in terms of calorie intake yeah. it fits into what I need in terms of protein uh, not protein there's, no, there's very little protein in the color but um, it's in nuts. terms it's of nuts. it's just solid nuts <laughs> yeah it's healthy, I know um so yeah it fits like into what i need from a day yeah um that i will just have those things because like today i, I there's a really nice little coffee shop and they have these blondies that i love and so i brought one um Yay. and yeah, so yeah like things like that like i won't have them all the time sure. but it's just like working with youth and having that has allowed me to find that balance and actually like be able to prioritize better what I need out of my nutrition. And it's yeah. not eating healthy food all the time yeah. or nutritious food all the time. It's like finding that overall balance. It's so interesting to hear that. I think like, um, mm. 
Oh, it's so reassuring to hear that. Scrumptious. Yeah, but what would you sound like if you said it now in a big boy voice? Scrumptious. Yeah, pretty cool. There are a few things I'm going to like clarify for anyone listening who's not like, um, you know, doesn't know about CrossFit and all of that stuff. So even going to go back to macros checking. I mean, that mm. essentially I even need to check. I know what you mean there. Macros are like big food groups, right? Like protein, carbs, yeah. fats, right? And then all the other things, I know, checking you've got like... I don't know, enough vitamin fiber and that and stuff. Fiber, yeah, yeah. Fruit, veg, etc. You know, everything else we consider under nutrients. But I think when you're you know, exert using your body at the uh, to the extent that you are for physical stuff, then you just have to like make sure, including you said tracking, it's like actually sort of as tracking mean like weighing or like looking at least by mm. sight to check you've got like, you know, you know at this stage you'll know roughly how much protein's in yeah. this like bit of salmon, roughly. Yeah. Like, et cetera, et cetera. So looking at um, food labels and that kind of thing as well. Yeah, like totally. And um, yeah. so it's sort of, and, and I think the other thing is to clarify that CrossFit, oh, I, mean, I hope you say this in the intro as well, but like there's no bit of your body it doesn't get. What, one, of the things, one of the many things I love about it is it's not, um, and it blows some people's mind because so many other sports are done on weight category. Mm-hmm. I've, I've begun flirting with Olympic lifting, even though I'm still dog mm-hmm. shit at it <laughs> on its own. You know, like I can't, I cannot, I can't, still can't land on the bottom of the squat. I like to land <laughs> lovely, and, lovely high up. And it ride it down. Um, ride it down. Ride it down. Um, um, anyway, that you still get ways to do a competition mm. of that, even if you're doing like a really sweet, you know, yeah. masters competition for the nanas. Um, <laughs> you you got to get weighed in front of people to do it. So whereas with CrossFit, it's got nothing to do with how much you weigh. So it's all about no. being as fit as possible, which means as strong as fast, all sorts of things, endurance, etc., gymnastics element of it. So there yeah. is this like. It's utter, it's entirely functional. My gym's got, and I think it's quite normal for. I'm on the road quite a lot, so I visit lots of random gyms, and it's quite yeah. normal for there to be no mirrors. It's about what you can yeah. do, not what you. Look yeah, like. we don't have any mirrors. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. And in that sense, it is about getting trying to. Yeah, you you find the more you do it, even if you're not tracking anything, your your body changes, doesn't it? And I'm, yeah. I haven't. I think lots of people. I think lots of people have different motivations to me. I have no interest in getting lighter. I just want to get better at all these things. Mm. Um, and it's fa- I've I've just from a fundamental l- level watched my body change quite a bit. But I'm not lighter. Um, yeah, I'm at a I think that's yeah. I think and I'm at a weight where I think you know two years ago I'd have if I'd, I've I've gave up weighing myself years ago. I've just been able to come back to it with a from a place of relative neutrality but it yeah. tickled me that I weighed myself for a weightlifting competition and went oh like that's a weight that you would have cried for weeks about and yeah spiral into such a dark place but I know I'm moving my body more than I ever have before I'm drinking yeah. more than I ever have before so who cares generally healthier and yeah, yeah. I think as well yeah. the, the thing with like weighing yourself because mm. I honestly I've been weighing myself I had been weighing myself yeah. for since I was far too young like I was yeah and uh, I think the thing about weight is that unless you're in a weight category sport mm-hmm. it literally doesn't matter what you weigh yeah like it does not matter no one walks down the street and looks at someone's like they must be 60 kilos yeah well like, someone's 70 kilos aunt probably does that Lucy we've all yeah. got one arm that does that <laughs> like you know, hopefully yeah. people not aren't eggs, doing that eggs. so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And it's like, we all have this really arbitrary relationship with what we want to weigh. Like for ages, I was like, oh my God, if I weigh over 70 kilos, I'm really big. (laughs) And now I'm like 72, 73, leaner than I've ever been, significantly stronger than I've ever been. And actually, I never wanted to weigh a certain weight. I wanted to like feel a certain way and potentially look a certain way. And my body looks the way that I wanted it to look even though I'm heavier than the weight that I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is just so like bizarre. And I feel like yeah. there's a, there's been a lot more like, well, I was born in 96. I'm not a nineties baby, but I was definitely, like, I'm not, I don't count myself as being a nineties kid really. Cause it was four yeah. years and it doesn't count. But um, they, I do remember like the magazines that would, that would show people's weight and like, yeah, you know, hell. nitpick people's bodies and stuff like that. And like, it's so bizarre to me that, yeah. and it's actually really sad because you see it all over the place. Like you see it in CrossFit boxes where unfortunately before people, yeah. you know, see the light and they're like, actually it really doesn't matter what mm. I weigh. Someone will come up to you and like, they'll say that they want to lose weight. And I'm like, do you want to lose weight? Or do you want to like get a little bit leaner or feel stronger yeah. or feel fitter or generally feel better about yourself? And you're attributing that with losing weight. Yeah. And like, that's where, like, my background is I used to be a PT. I yeah. still PT a little bit now. Yeah. But I also have an undergrad degree uh, from Loughborough in sports science mm-hmm. and then a master's in sports psychology. And, like, so, you know, psychology of exercise and all of that sort of stuff was something that we did quite a lot um, at, in the master's. And so those kind of things are things that I'm really interested in, but like, it's because you see it firsthand, like the impact that these things have had on, I mean, I'm not going to deny that like men don't have their own issues, but I will speak as a woman about, you know, the experiences that we have. And there's, when it comes to, you know, relationships with exercise and things like that, Mm -hmm. we've had years of having, Exercise equals weight loss. Exercise yeah. equals punishing your body to lose weight or make up for something that you've eaten or all of that kind of tripe yeah. shoved down our throat. But it's like, it's one of the things that I love CrossFit. Is it, 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 I, I, one of the things that I love about CrossFit is that it doesn't speak to you about that. Like, yeah. or at least we don't speak to our members about that. You're not yeah. exercising to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, exercise is probably one of the, it's like it helps, but it's not the main way that you should you to lose weight yeah and or lose fat i'll say lose fat yeah, like yeah. you could pee and you'd lose weight but like yeah it's yeah like the whole thing is just it's so messed up nice, it is so messed up and i think i well you can only speak to my own experience but i've been doing this podcast for ages now and i spoke to so many women and men um and um you know, it's come up time and again. I've, I've had a few mm. people, listeners say to me, you don't, you talk to most guests about whether they've had a complicated relationship with eating and then, um, but you don't ask men. And I was like, I do, it just doesn't make the edit because they never have like, and, but all mm. women at some point will have hated themselves to the point where they probably made themselves sick. It's just fucking mm. mad that almost all women have had that in their backstory, but, but men haven't like, it's kind of like mm. a kind of unspoken me too. I think the fact that disordered mm. eating is such a normal part of adolescence and it's horribly often sometimes younger for women because yeah. I've sold the idea that smaller is better. Um, yeah. And I mean, I fucking wang on about that on here, but like, I think mm. people, I, th- I think as well, like, I, um, 
Oh, so I never expected to take such an incredible amount of a sense of achievement from PE as a grown-up. And it was coming at it from a motivation of going, well, you know, out of lockdown, I love it, weightlifting. There's loads of weightlifting in it. Try it. And then you f- meet friends there. I never thought I'd be like, yeah. oh, I made friends in the gym. And then you're like, well, I do want to get fitter. Oh, I'd like to do a competition. I want to do a gym. With so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it doesn't mean, and it's so incredibly joyful to hear Mm. that you can even be performing at the level that you are which is I don't know how I can quite express it to people listening it's like it's fucking insane what this woman has achieved (laughs) and what has yet is going to go on to do it you are so strong and fit and fast and incredible and the mindset must say but the the joy it brings me I can't quite describe to you to hear (laughs) that you still even at that level um um having to have a miserable life when it comes to eating Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like just like loads of powders and sups and count everything and weigh everything and have to think about it all the time or, or not have any agency over it. It makes me, I can't, it, what an incredibly (laughs) happy bit of like noise to hear. Like it's so, it's just so great because you said it's enough, you know, I think before me or level social life, all that side of things, you know, because you presumably are training for hours every day, right? Or most Yeah, it's like, when we're when we're in the high volume stuff, it's like six hours on average. Um, it's a lot, yeah. And even like even now, so obviously a month after the games, it's like I'm still in here for like three hours. It's just not at the intensity that it used to be. It's like yeah. I'm at zone two, which I can talk and train. Right, and right. I'm doing mechanics work so that like I fix I've like niggles that I've had in my warm up, Lucy. So I think that's all. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like don't get me wrong I'm sure there are some people that um yeah. are a little bit more rigid but with their with their diet and that kind of thing but for me like I did go through that kind of time yeah. when I was swimming and it mentally just did not like I, I hated it like to the so it was literally like binge and restrict yeah. but not to the like clinical level it was more like mm. Um, I would go so an example I always use is that there's a British Championship in I don't know I think it must have been it must have been around Easter time and so I got all this Easter chocolate I think I was 16 at the time 15 Mm. or 16 got all this Easter chocolate and I was like I'm not going to have any until after British Championships and then I got selected for this um, it was my first 10 K open water event in Israel and it was in May, I think, May or June. I was like, okay, I'm not going to have the chocolate until after I've done that. And then I got selected for, um, well, that was a qualifier, I think, for like European Junior Open yeah. Water Championships, which was then like end of July. And then I got selected for uh, like <laughs> World World Junior Open Water Championships, which was then in September. And so I just kept putting back this, <laughs> this chocolate that I was going to have. And during that time, I had my birthday, and so I got like more chocolate and all of these kind of things. To the point where I literally had the chocolate, ate all of it, yeah, and then threw up after. Yeah. And I was like, "Why did I do that?" Yeah. But then it was like I, it was after having that, after having those kind of experiences, and after I quit swimming, that I was like, this kind of mentality towards diet and nutrition was not sustainable for me and like I didn't feel like it was effective either like even though I was trying to do all these things I probably had the best diet out of most of the swimmers that I was swimming with yeah and yet 
I was quote unquote the big one. I was the one that would have like get told to lose weight and things like that. And like (sighs) I remember having to keep a food diary and I gave it to my coach and he was like, Is this seriously what you eat? And I was like, Yeah. And it was like really healthy food and like and uh, he always couldn't believe it because it was that clean that Oh my god. I was just like and it was it was just things like that that I was like, this is it wasn't worth it. Like I was putting in this effort and I was still getting told that I was, you know, too too big, having some comments made about me. And oh, so I was God. just like, it, yeah, there's no point in going through that again. And like the thing yeah. that I, I, I you know, you you want to go on, on about CrossFit. CrossFit is such a big part of my life that I can't yeah. not. But the thing that I loved about um like when I started working with my coach is that he there was this one time when I was coaching in the morning, uh, so it was Saturday morning, I'd come in before to do a bike session, a session that would normally, like I would, it would be hard, but I would feel fine. Yeah. I coached, so I did the bike session, started to feel a bit sick, I coached, and then I had to finish off another part of my session that was like 40 second hard intensity work. And I was like, I felt like my bones were cold like it was a really weird feeling and I was like Cyril I do not feel good Mm -hmm. at all um and his first I was yeah I explained how I was feeling and his first comment was have you been eating enough because we've got a high volume phase at the moment and that for me was such a shift in like mentality from my coach I was like oh my god thank god I'm not with a guy that is going to tell me that I like might have eaten like that I was over I'll say overfueling that I was overeating or overfueling rather than like being concerned that I was underfueling and I was like oh this is a nice change like it was such a good comment and I was like thank you Cyril like I appreciate that oh get in you hear it increasingly I think with well I, I feel like I'm increasingly hearing CrossFit athletes say I don't weigh everything you know, you've had yeah. enough, you've been, most people come to it from another fitness background. Mm. They understand the nutritional needs of their body to some extent, not that they don't take advice, but it's like, it's not necessary to live like yeah. that. Some people, yeah. I think it suits their mindset. I think, but, but yeah. it's it's rarer. I think increasingly people are being, are having a more relaxed attitude. And, and again, I feel like, again, especially people that have come to CrossFit from gymnastics and or swimming, especially women are like, oh, to come to a sport where you're the people looking after you or the people coaching you check you've eaten enough. Yeah. They're so used to the opposite. And it's so bizarre. Like I listened to something recently. um, I listened to a conversation between um, a gut health specialist, scientist Mm. um, and, um, sort of sports nutritionist and they were talking about some new studies that have come out about like um uh you know if you it it was about exercising fasted basically so exercising Mm. on a fasted body having not eaten yeah yeah and there was um and there was and there's lots of there's they basically well one thing first thing that fucked me off was that all the studies they've done are on middle-aged white male yeah yeah um, but they have done a lot of studies, so at least it's big numbers. And it did look yeah. conclusively like it's and I, I've no interest in weight loss, but it was interesting that like if you exercise on a fasted body, your body you your body uses more fat in that during that exercise, but it doesn't make you lose more weight overall. That has to no. do with energy intake and energy out bit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I, as this conversation went on, I was like, well, this is sounding quite compelling. It's not something I'm particularly interested in, but worse yeah. somebody interested in that, that is 
I wonder if that's like quite interesting to know. And then at the very end of the conversation, they said, um, oh, there are downsides to exercising fasted. Like your uh, performance going down. Your performance is fucked. I yeah. mean, that's number one. You won't, it's number <laughs> like, oh, if you want to send it that day, or if you're going for a new PB, or if you're, if you're, in, if you really want to put an effort in that day, don't, don't do it. And it's like, well, that's massive. But then the one that blew my fucking mind, especially for women, is that, um, Apart, if you exercise fast, did you start sweating out calcium that can lead to fucking osteoporosis? <laughs> How much do we care about losing that bit of fat that we'd fucking sweat our bones out? <laughs> literally, you don't literally sweat, but but you, I was like, oh God, just yeah, just put those little downsides oh, at the end God, of the chat. Yeah. small, small downsides, yeah. Yeah, I'm interviewing him actually on Monday, so I will bring that up. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the nutritionist, the um, the gut, oh, the gut specialist, man. Because I'm fascinated with all of that. Yeah. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B two B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Do you have to take any fancy supplements? Um, or does that change all the time? No, I'm pretty, no. pretty consistent with my supplements. Okay. So um, I don't take like generally random crap that isn't tested so this is one of the things yeah. that coming from like a sports science background yeah i was gonna say i get to pick your clever brain yeah about, um... <laughs> somewhat clever a few years ago when i had to revise this stuff but um uh, you know so like creatine is an absolute yeah. must for anyone that wants to do anything in strength um yeah. beta alanine as well um okay. is for like uh you know shorter uh not like sprint intervals, but it's like um, like two to four minute stuff, I think. Um, okay. That's the one that makes you like tingle and the tingling is normal. Is that like what you'd get in a pre-workout? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've only so that's the thing that makes twice. you tingle in a pre-workout. Oh. And so I don't have beta alanine as part of a pre-workout drink because right. I don't love relying on caffeine to like yeah. make me, you know, fired up for training or whatever. Although admittedly, sometimes I do need a bit of well, caffeine. I, need I, I wouldn't have. But it has a completely yeah. different effect on me. I am. Um, I. I've had two pre-workout drinks ever. The first one, my then coach, was before I started CrossFit. He was testing my squat one rep max, mm. um, and so he gave me this like bubble gum flavored drink to have mm-hmm. on my walk to the gym. And um, initially, fine. And he was like, "How are you getting on? Is your face tingle or whatever?" I was like, "Not really." And I got the best <laughs> one rep max squat I've ever squatted. But then afterwards, on the way home. I felt like I'd taken some filthy speed. I was off my tits. I was chewing my mouth like I'd taken actual pills. And I had to go and record Radio 4's Now Show off my face during lockdown, luckily over Zoom. Absolutely <laughs> mangled. And so that scared me so much as I didn't, take, didn't drink one for years. And then I did back a lot, but my, my gym had a little throwdown and I took yeah. that and that. And I saw and but. Anyway, long story short, I had another one, a different one. And um, it just made me think I was on the edge of puking all day and having a panic attack. I didn't get any of that high this time. And it made me think, and the first workout was like, for me, really long. (laughs) And and I was like, well, I'm spent now. I'm spent. And by the time I got to the weightlifting, the bit I was looking forward to, I was like in a sort of state of panic. I was really overanalyzing everything, really sort of sweaty and felt like everyone was looking at me. (laughs) And um, that's not really what I was after. I think I better stick to it. Oh god, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't love that kind of. It's like a weird kind of alertness that you yeah. get sometimes with pre-workouts. And uh, I think I tried one new topic. Like, yeah, I wanted the opposite. I wanted you to stay down there until I was ready. <laughs> My supplement company do a um, do a new topic, which I don't really know what it is to be honest. But mm. I was like, you know what? They sent it to me, so I'm going to try it. Yeah. And all of our stuff as well. I will caveat is like informed, sport tested, so it's all tested for yeah. drugs and everything. So I was like, well, you know, what harm can it do? Tried it. And I was like, like, I just couldn't know what was happening. And I felt weirdly, like, focused on stuff to the point where I was like, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, i never having that again. Um, no, I know. So, yeah, I mean, you want to be better at PE, but you don't want to be like, does anybody want to kiss? Does anybody want a really long chat? Um, does anyone want to dance? But, yeah. Yeah. So Isn't it funny? Those kind of things I tend to kind of stay away from. Um, yeah, fair, fair play. Like, <laughs> and also, my my belly doesn't like fizz or anything like right. that. So, like, um, if I drink any kind of fizzy caffeinated drink before, okay. um, and it's like not immediately before, but even sometimes it just takes so long and I just feel like it's horrible. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, we'll go back to supplements. So, um, yeah. <laughs> creatine, um, omega-3 and vitamin D. So Amazing. what you would get from the sun and what you get from fish. Because I don't, yeah. Although I don't tend to, like, I don't tend to eat a huge amount of meat. So um, I will literally have, like, salmon and white fish and chicken. And that's pretty much it. That's um, so interesting to hear as well, because I think a lot of people will think, like, us gym bros are all, like, no. smashing 15 steaks every day. And that's, again, like, quite an outdated idea, <laughs> no, really, yeah. isn't it? There's loads of other ways to get... Like, I've, just, I've never eaten red meat. Um, right. And like a lot of my family are vegetarian as well. Mm. Um, so I just, I don't see the need to have it, but like I do have um, like whey protein. Um, yeah. 
And that's pretty much the extent of like the supplements that I take. It's nothing fancy. Um, yeah. There's a reason behind everything. Have you ever had food crop up or eating happen? Um, not happen, but like occur in any of your dreams? Have you ever had a dream about eating? Uh, yeah, I, this is really random. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, but the only reason that I remember it is because I had a dream that we were in the primary school uh, canteen and I, we used to have like, if you had dessert, you had two options. You either had dessert or like apple, chopped apple. And so I was having some chopped apple and <laughs> the lady came round and she was asking us questions. And just as I woke up to my mum, I said, can I have some more apple, please? And she was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, she had no context for the dream. So I just randomly woke up and asked for apple. And I was like, Amazing. where do you go? That is incredible. Yeah, very random. I'm sure I've had other, you know, food-related dreams, but that was just the one that... No, that's brilliant. <laughs> I um, I slept, I slept ate a whole Easter egg once as a teenager. And... Um, I've never spoken about food in my sleep. I used to sleep talk quite a lot. And once and once I was like jib, speaking gibberish and my then partner said to me, what is happening to you? And apparently I said, Shh, I'm having a bovine adventure. <laughs> I was having an adventure with cows. Bovine yeah. adventure. What's that? That's a word to use in your sleep. Yeah, I know, oh, fancy word. I think subconscious me is, yeah, a lot more articulate. Um <laughs> Have you ever accidentally or on purpose eaten anything that wasn't food? Mm. It's fine if the answer is no. I think no. I'm quite an adventurous with stuff like that. Oh, really? Uh, um, yeah. Ha- have you ever used um, food for anything other than food? For example, a weapon or a prank? No, I definitely, well, I definitely tried to, I'm not really big on like April Fool's days, no. but I did try to pull the hole. There's a leak in the sink or there's a leak in the kitchen and then there was just a leak in the sink. Yeah. I, have, yeah, I love it. I actually am not aware of that prank. <laughs> oh, it's not very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's a, well, it sounds like you've put a leak in the sink. Is that the joke? Yeah, yeah that's the great. one, yeah. Absolutely great. I think my six-year-old would be in the market for that one. <laughs> That's probably sexual identity, to be fair. Yeah, fair. Tell me about any food or drink which you used to hate but that you love now because I feel like everybody's got one. Oh, peas. Peas? Yeah. Childhood peas. I think I used to hate peas. Yeah, I think I used to hate peas because it's just like, you know, everyone hates peas. Peas aren't nice, but actually, peas are really nice. Oh, peas are really great. Yeah. Absolutely, really love peas. And um, if there's if there's no other option, would you eat a person? No, no, no. Come on, imagine there's no other option. You're so no. hungry. No, it's quite no. a strong no. Actually, I'm gonna stop. I'll stop yeah. nudging. I'm up. I've um I've I've um I've sensed your boundaries even over the Zoom, and I will stop forcing you to think of a scenario in which you'd eat a person. Um, worst looking, or smelling but best tasting thing you've ever eaten i mean it's a very typical answer but like you know a blue cheese any kind of blue cheese doesn't look good does it but i do like it but you do like it 
Yeah. So you said you're not adventurous, but you're into blue cheese because I think blue cheese is a big old flavor. Like I take it's one of those things I love and I understand it why other people wouldn't. Mm. But it's because it. I first got into it, actually. It was like a we had to make in year seven um a very bold that they made us have blue cheese in year seven. But anyway, yeah. it was like a cheese sauce for pasta or something. It was like a cheesy pasta bake. And uh, we had to use Dolce Lata, which is quite like a soft yeah. blue cheese. Creamy. Um, but it was really, really good. And then that was the start of my relationship with blue cheese. And now I just love it with like at Christmas with like caramelized um, red onion chutney and mm. biscuits. And oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fit. Lovely business. Mm. Do you think there's anything that you think demands, that you believe demands to be eaten in a particularly ritualistic way? Like lots of people have like a, a way in which they eat their Cadbury's cream egg as the classic example. But oh. things people have given me, there's pieces of fruit. People have f- very particular ways they eat an apple or an orange or Big Macs people have given me, although you don't eat red meat, but like, um, yeah, sandwiches. Do they do? Is, is there anything? Is there any item that you think has got to be done in a certain order? Hmm. That is interesting interesting question thank you what do i have to eat um not necessarily in a certain order but like you know when i guess it's the way that you eat it you know when you have like crisps and dip yeah so i've realized since i've stopped living with family that our family are big time scoopers of crisps and dip we don't dip we scoop everything me too i use it like a shovel do you, exactly. There are other people yeah. not doing that who just no. When people there. just like dip it in and then take it out, and I'm like, but you've got no dip on there. Yeah. <laughs> All of our family would like fight over. We used to have like it was like a great night when we had tangy cheese Doritos and guacamole. Yes. <laughs> We'd fight yes. over the curb Dorito chip so that we could scoop as much guacamole into it and then have it. But I it would mean that. that we would finish a bowl of guac in like we'd have like five chips each and that would be it because <laughs> we'd all just like shovel it onto the chip um so yeah amazing chips oh. and dip have to be scooped not dipped yeah well I actually, even though i know it's called dip i believe <laughs> yeah, i've just realized how passive aggressive the name of, of the food is there they should yeah. yeah shovel shovel yeah and, it's a shovel um yeah and lo- lo- loadable wet yeah. Accompaniment. Um, glorious. Do you want to know something really weird that I used to do with food? Yes. Oh my God, it's really I'm into so, it. We used to go to, um, if we were ever going to the theatre in Windsor, there was a Bella Italia right next to the theatre. So we used to go to Bella Italia before we went to the theatre. And I used to get um, Coke. Yeah. So, and we would get garlic bread as a starter. Oh my God. <laughs> my garlic bread into the coke and eat it and then drink the garlic coke oh oh garlic coke (laughs) I feel I'm worried that by recalling that memory you've triggered yourself (laughs) yeah that sounds rank. That's one of the rankest Airport. things anyone's ever offered up. <laughs> yeah. 
because and I hope someone from Coke is listening, actually, because I feel like they've drained almost every other resource, haven't they? There's no flavour they haven't added to their own drink. There's been like everything, isn't there? There's probably been like Coke lavender, yeah, Coke horseradish, Jasmine. yeah. But no, now they know no garlic, Coke garlic, yeah, um, in the Windsor branch of Bella Italia, yeah. <laughs> if nowhere else. I love it. <laughs> Mmm, delicious. Ducks start a cult, which we're all forced to join. Quacks are the only language allowed. We're only ever sleeping with one eye open. Do you know that ducks do that? Um, Standing constantly halfway into some usually really filthy cold water, never really being allowed indoors, with giants making us watch them eat our massive eggs. (laughs) Kissing's cancelled forever because of the beaks. It's basically disgusting, and it's the end of the world as we know it. Luckily, the ducult... (laughs) has <laughs> agreed to go back to never having existed but only if you and weirdly it does have to be you play a million games of banana grams with no breaks all whilst playing bagpipes and balancing on a hoverboard it sounds impossible but you do it you're a hero yeah, yeah you go down the history as the woman who saved us all from a horrible duck cult apocalypse but your award in the moment and bearing in mind i think it probably took about like 20 something hours to play all the banana grams is and your hands and mouth were busy with the bagpipes. So you can't have any snacks. The reward in your moment is the feast of your dreams. Um, so it's the opposite of a last meal because you couldn't be happier and you couldn't be hungrier. And this is a fantasy situation. So I couldn't give a fuck about any consequences, nutritionally, yeah. ethically, anything. I would love to know in this fantasy scenario where you couldn't be like you are like the most satisfied, happy you can imagine being. And so hungry, what would you have to eat? What would you have to drink? And if there's a who with and where, who with and where? Also, I'm aware oh. this is only your answer now. And if I asked you even in half an hour, you could give a different answer. So I just would like yeah. to answer this now. So my absolute favourite meal is um, mum's Christmas dinner. Yes. Um, because, because most of our family is vegetarian, over the years we've kind of, gradually eased out the meat so we don't generally have turkey anymore um but we do have like really really she like home makes everything like Mm. the nut roast the stuffing all of that sort of stuff um and then we have really random stuff like I don't know why this became a thing it was probably because when like one of us was younger and we didn't like roast potatoes so we have potato croquettes with our Christmas dinner and I love it and because it's the only time I ever have potato croquettes yeah. and uh, and then oh our homemade gravy as well everything oh it's just so many flavors. the bread store oh I love oh, it I love it every, every year um, and then um, I love my mum's cooking and <laughs> it's going to become very great. shout out um, to your mum yeah, big up Joan Scarrett, the yeah. very active on Instagram, the only Great. behind her avatar face thing that she's got as her Perfect. Instagram profile picture. Um, and dessert is um, a it's a citrus sponge, um, but it's like mm. so it's like spongy at the top, and then the bottom is like juicy citrusy goo basically like it just right. like you know what's in a lemon tart it's like yeah. that underneath but with like a citrusy top oh, and at the start when you take it out of the oven it's like really really juicy and all of the juices are all flowing around yeah and then if you leave it like half an hour to an hour 
and the juices start to solidify a little bit. Yeah, and a little bit crystally, off. a little bit crystally on the top. A little bit, like, well, you can't be crystally on the top because it's not, like, she doesn't put sugar on the top, but, like, the the gooiness starts to, like, solidify a little bit more. So it's, like, this, like, zesty, oh, I don't even oh, know how to made describe my mouth it. Water. It's so good, yeah. Sounds um, incredible. So that, with, oh, in terms of where, somewhere by water, I like right. being around water. Um, with, Maybe not a pond, because I reckon you'd still be pretty oh, pissed yeah. off with the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> we do, we live on the river. I like flowing Lovely. water more than I like, like, static water. Um, the pond and canal smell sometimes, and yeah. I don't love that. Um, so, yeah, somewhere like that. Um, just with gener- generic family and friends, I'm not overly fussy, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, somewhere like in the garden or something like that. Um, yeah, Christmas dinner with oh, it sounds incredible. I love it. Yeah. Also, I love talking about Christmas and well, it's yeah, just not August to be very so joyful. I love Christmas. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for your lovely answers. Thank you for doing this silly podcast. That's all right. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, how good was that? Immediately look Lucy up, please, and look at the sorts of of out-of-this-world things she can do with her body and mind, the things she can lift, move, endure and enjoy, and then realise what an absolute tonic it is to hear that she can still eat in a way that brings her joy. I'm so reassured that she eats with happiness and life balance in mind and not just fuel and drudgery it made me a bit mind blown actually with giddiness to learn that I think I think there's this bit of me that just assumes that all very elite athletes must have to eat miserably but it's not true is it um especially not if they found a brilliant sport that doesn't overvalue smallness ah it doesn't have to be like that ah life is good follow lucy she is at lucy campbell five on instagram i will link to her social media on my uh, podcast notes um and where everywhere i'm tagging this podcast follow the podcast too at the hoovering pod on instagram and twitter follow me at jessica foster q come and see me on tour please i'm taking my show wench on tour it's hat it's just sold out the whole of the edinburgh fringe it's had a bunch of really lovely four and five star reviews including in the guardian and the times um and it, i'm bringing it all around the country please come see it i'm away with it now from right now um right through until the end of november um links to where to get tickets to um see me do stand up or to um follow lucy on social media or to indeed go and see her at any events and cheer her on are as ever in my podcast notes wherever you got this podcast from anything longer than a tweet you want to send me um then uh, you can email me also through my website, jessicafosterhugh.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until in two weeks, happy hoovering. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? 
Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.